Salutations and greetings. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks. Guess what? Cozy economy. Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody. Today, we're going to talk about the grift that keeps on grifting. The grift that keeps on grifting. And no, I'm not referring to that guy. So here we are. We're in a new month. Already in the month of August. I don't know if it's an Arizona thing. Although I'm thinking it might be. My kids started school on Thursday, last Thursday, the 28th or whatever day it was. They say it's not year-round school. And all the we have in the world. Oh, wow. That was random, but that was... <laughs> Let's hear that again. And all the nonsense we have in the world. Yeah, so the year-round school... That was unplanned, but it's gonna, I'm keeping that one in. I'm not going to edit that out. Funny, funny, funny. But anyway, I think they're in year-round school, but nobody seems to know. Time flies. Seems like the older you get, the faster it flies. It's already August 2022 before, you know, it'll be 2023 for what that's worth. All right, grift that keeps on grifting. I've mentioned this before. Um, been doing my best to stay away from the social medias. Basically, it's just a bunch of nonsense, gobbledygook, good waste of time. Yes, you could hear people give their weird opinions on Neville. People post quotes and that kind of thing. But besides that, just a bunch of nonsense. Eh, maybe there's some good stuff, but definitely a time waster. So I try to avoid the social media at all cost. The other day there was something that I wanted to look up and I know it was on a social media site that I hadn't been on in some time. And I tried to sign in and it says that I was kicked off and that my account was revoked, which I'm not surprised. But I tried to sign in the day after and I was able to get in just fine and get to exactly what I was looking for. And I was doing my best not to get sidetracked, but I did come across a post from, I don't know this person personally, I don't know them from Adam, I know of them, and they might be have a hint of grift about them, but they had a post saying something along the lines of, people are trying, people are asking other people within their group if they could give them copies of their programs or their systems or books or whatever in the heck they wrote, instead of having to buy their own, they would ask, hey, do you have this particular book that Guru guy wrote or gal and being asexual or whatever you call it, tran, pansexual, quadsexual, I don't know, but whatever, buying this program, this person. And so yeah, and then they're they're like, yeah, that shows you what state you're coming from. You're coming from a state of lack, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you're coming from a state of being a grifter. You're coming from a state of a grift. 
Maybe, maybe not. But hear me out here. So we have, here's a delayed react to the grift. All right. So I buy a book. I buy a Neville book. A hardbound copy of the book. Say you move into my neighborhood, move into Arizona, and we run into each other. You're like, hey, I heard on that podcast that you did, The Grift That Keeps On Grifting, that you have a Neville book. I've been wanting to read that particular book. Do you mind loaning it to me? Now, is it is that person coming from a state of lack? I don't know. You can't read their mind. Maybe they're coming from a state of efficiency. Maybe they're like, I don't know if I'll like reading this or if I have time to read it. But if I was able to loan a copy or be loaned a copy, borrow a copy, maybe then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I really like this. I'm, I'm going to go buy my own. But they're going to try before they buy type of deal. So I just found that very amusing, very funny. But it also reinforces my my bias that a lot of the life coaches are just in there for the money because if they were in it for helping, which they might be too on some level, but if you're hell-bent and hung up on everybody buying your copy of the book and 100% against people loaning out copies of their book that they already paid you for so they could see if it's worth buying, eh, eh, grift that keeps on grifting. There's another thing, this individual, I mentioned a while ago about email lists, that I was getting on email lists, that was a state I was in, and some of them still come through from time to time, and although I don't always pay attention to them, usually I notice I'll have like a a glut of emails and I'll just delete them, sometimes they stick out, sometimes they don't, but this one particular person always sends out these weird, salacious, third grade headlines. Have them eating out of the palm of your hand. Are you ready for the love of your life? Have them obsessing over you. You know, just banal, weird, vapid things. Okay. And then the same individual sent an email out and the subject line was something like, please help or some nonsense like that. And there, there was a person they knew who was their client, by the way. A client of mine has come across some hard times. It reminds me of if anyone watched Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, that kind of thing. There's a guy who's like, hey, if this is so-and-so. And the guy dressed like a bum. It, he was like down on his luck guy or something like that. It was kind of funny, but. And all the nonsense we have in the world. So the nonsense was, so you're this life coach, you have this grand Pumba boom chakalaka, grand master, super duper King Kong SP coach that you, class that you're offering, or I don't know if it was a book or a coaching thing. So you're a Neville life coach. That's what you present yourself as. You're selling and sending these garbage emails every day with these weird clickbaity titles. And then you have one of your clients. So if you're a life coach, wouldn't your client's success be a reflection of your success?
or I guess lack thereof. So if this person's advertising that they have a longtime client that is down on their luck and can't find somebody like relationship wise, what does that say about the program that they're trying to peddle you? I'll let you answer that one on your own. So anyway, couldn't help myself. So I responded with something like, hey, if you're so perfect, if you're so wonderful, if this nonsense you're selling, if that's so great, why don't you just give it to them so they could solve their problems? (laughs) This was the response that I got. And got blocked. All right, so a couple life coaches. One was mad that people were sharing the content that they were putting out. And then the other one was advertising that their client couldn't get results using... I mean, it was implied that they would use their stuff because if if you're a client of a life coach, you've bought something from them before, right? You're not a client if you've never... There wasn't an exchange of money. I just found that interesting. So the thing I always say, best way to study Neville, to learn more Neville, is to self-study, study with buddies, and to steer clear of the algorithm. By algorithm, I mean suggested videos and posts and crap from life coaches that are just in it to make a buck. Kind of like the isms that Neville warns us about. Avoid all that stuff altogether. I was telling somebody the other day via email that I pretty much got to a point where the algorithm, I've escaped the algorithm. I don't get any of that nonsense pop-ups anymore. It wasn't anything specific that I did, probably a mental exercise, I'm sure, but nothing technically 3D. And then the self-study and study with buddies. Here's a challenge for the month of August and beyond. Now, I offer these challenges as suggestions. Obviously, you can and you will do whatever in the heck you want to do, but it's good to have these suggestions out there. And this was actually inspired by a listener. Get a Neville book. I mentioned earlier about a Neville book. Um, You could also get a Neville lecture. So say you have a Neville lecture and the Neville lecture is 50 minutes in length. And you could listen to 10 minutes a day, every day. So every five days you listen to the lecture one time, um, take the weekends off, and you'll listen to it four times in a month. That's one way to self-study. And you could study with buddies that way too. So say you get a 50-minute Neville lecture, you listen to 10 minutes a day, you listen to the whole lecture in the week, bite-sized pieces. So there's some time for absorption and notes. And then you can meet with your study buddy on Saturday or Sunday, whatever day works best for you or y'all if you have a group, and go over it that way. That's study with buddies. Now, if you prefer to read and you either have or you have somebody loan you a Neville book, or if you're savvy, you don't really have to be that savvy, Neville's out in the public domain. Just look up Neville books and read. And again, self-study, study with buddies. You could get, and use your imagination here, you get a um, book that has 15 chapters. You could read a chapter a day. 
a chapter every two days, a 15-chapter book, chapter a day. You could go through it twice in a month and take a couple days off. Play around with it. Do whatever it is you want to do, but that's a perfect way to self-study. You could just keep it at self-study, or you could study with buddies, where you study every day, or you have your homework assignments where you read a chapter of the Neville book every two days and take a day off to go over what you read and your understanding. So that's your suggestion, if you wish wish to accept it. Best way to steer clear of the algorithm. And more importantly, learn more Neville. That has been your message from this side of the Neville sphere. Continue imagining better than the best, you know. <laughs>